Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette in 15 minutes. Talk some Big Ten football and some Iowa football with Mark. Uh, see all these seniors, uh, the Hawkeye senior class, back on Twitter yes. tweeting <laughs> yesterday. Um, and uh, Coach uh, Doyle's son, Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, he came out. He's off Twitter for for the rest of his college career. You got to give it up, I guess. I mean, yes. That's what we, now I, McCaffrey allows it because Bohannon's been tweeting up a right. storm. I, uh, I do wonder about that because... All right, they're allowed to be on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Why Twitter is this this frontier yeah, that excellent question that Kirk just won't allow? Yeah, because it's all the same. I, I mean, mean I, I don't do any of the other three, so I'm ass- right. I'm assuming right. It's got to be the same. It is. It is, and I, Twitter maybe it's because there's just more fans on it. Uh, that could be, and there's a lot of fans that, and a lot of grown men in particular yes. that interact with college kids and I don't get that. It's weird. It's, weird. it's it's weird. That's it's a weird. good way to put it. It's just weird. Instagram's younger. Snapchat younger. I have no idea how to Snapchat. I have no idea what it, you know I don't want to I don't want to waste any time doing it. I have no idea. I, I would love to have you on Snapchat. So you could have put your picture up of you at the Grove? I well I tweeted it. In Oxford you did? Yeah. yeah. Same kind of thing. Boy, that's a cool place. Trent, I loved Oxford, Mississippi. I absolutely did. I had uh, a friend that went to grad school there said the same thing. That's Baton Rouge is one. Mm-hmm. Places I haven't been. I've been mm-hmm. to Bryant Denny. Mm-hmm. Told you. I've been to Little Rock for an Arkansas LSU game. Mm-hmm. Baton Rouge is one. I think Ole Miss might be two. Yeah. You know, between the hedges, that'd be cool. Yep. Auburn, yeah. What is it? Ben George Hicks? is going to be really good, so you're going to see a, a really good football game most cases. Florida, all I think about is that big orange wall. That's, I know exactly the Gander one you're country. referring to. I know exactly the one you're referring to. But I think Ole Miss, just everything that you hear from people in the it's South. It was my highlight of my trip. It yeah. really was. It was the highlight of my trip. It was 80 miles away. Um, can we make it happen? As far as you and I going to a game yeah. down there, I'm not driving. I don't think. I okay, we'll, we'll fly. We'll fly. All right. That was a long ass drive, man. I mean, it's it was easy when you're thirty something, forty something, but and then you got you know your wife in the front seat beside you, who's got to stop at every rest stop, and there's want to go when the weather's nice. Right? Okay, yeah, we're, we're not going to go in November. No. Late September. Well, we got to figure out when Iowa State and Iowa have buys, or at least one of them. That that's yes, number one. All right, so Iowa State schedule for 2018, where their buy falls in. Iowa State. Here we go. Bye week, October 20th. Let me write that down. 20th of October. What are the Hawks doing, or who do they have on the 20th? And Iowa, the 20th is. They're at home for Maryland. Kind of a... That, you know what? That we might have found the date. 
That would be good. Now, Iowa's bye week is when? Iowa's bye week is September 29th. So early. And Iowa State that week plays who? At TCU. Okay. So let's look at those two weekends. Okay. 29th. Arkansas against A&M, but that's in Arlington. Eh. Tennessee at Georgia. Ole Miss at LSU. Now, Ole Miss will be down. Yeah. So the tickets won't kill us. No. Ticket price might be okay, but you want it to be a night game. I do, and I don't like that stadium for the way the, the sidelines, the way are the, the yard line markers, <laughs> right. 5, 15, that, 25, that 35. Be. It's like the CFL. October 20th, we get Mississippi State's at LSU that night. Mm-hmm. Maybe a better game. Yeah, it would be. Or Auburn at Ole Miss. There's the one. That's the one. Trent, you got to see it. It's, it's, it just knocked my socks off. I loved every single minute we spent there. October 20th, Auburn and Ole Miss. Get your tickets now. I'm a definite maybe. A definite maybe. I'm a definite maybe. A uh, couple of minutes on the NFL from the weekend. You, now, you were, you were up in Minnesota. Yeah. You, you saw the stadium firsthand. Um, so beautiful. I, I haven't heard one bad thing about no. it. Give me... Is there negative? What was the worst part about it? Because I haven't, I've never heard anybody take this path. Well, it was negative fourteen when we were standing in line. (laughs) So you're inside. We weren't inside yet, though. Okay, but it gets you inside. Security did take a little bit. Okay, so there's the negative. All right. Uh, Other than that, though, and and Super Bowl is going to be worse, way worse. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you go through the wand detection. Mm -hmm. Half a mile before you even get to the stadium. I mean, they lock it down. All right. I, I do have something, and maybe this is my bare concession fandom. prices. They're fine. Okay. I mean, it's it's a stadium. sight lines. No, beautiful. Well, you were at the forty yard line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no problem with sight lines for us. But you know, even looking up at the upper corners, it's not awful. You're not that far away okay. either. And and that's the other thing where I said, hey, if you can find cheap tickets and even just be in the building and mm-hmm. be up in a corner for a big game, do it. Is there a section? Was the sun out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Was there a section of? Inside the stadium that the sun would have shone through the roof and maybe blinded some, not blinded, but made it difficult for... We had that early. Did you? Right. I mean, by the time kickoff came around, we were okay, but I'm sure there are times. I, I had a ball cap on, uh, but the people I was with were all, wish we would have brought our sunglasses. So it it, okay. it is an impact. And I mean, I'm sure there's times in the day where the sun is, depending on the time of year, that it's a lot worse. So yeah, that it was... I mean, it's odd because you're in there, but the sun does make an impact. And mm-hmm. we've heard about shadows. Mm-hmm. I think PA's told about us about mm-hmm. that yes, before. Yep. That uh, some of those early afternoon games, especially earlier in the year, can really impact the game. But I, I guess bathrooms, it was where we were. We were in the Hyundai Club. There weren't a ton of bathrooms. So halftime, it was a longer wait than you'd anticipate being at a club level, but for guys and gals, for both, yes, because it's both. usually the women guys that... was longer. Was it really? Yeah, well, more meant the games. a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot more guys. That, yeah. that was the reason for it. I guess that would be a negative, but overall, it was it was an incredible experience. And the place is unbelievably good. And the other thing, so I was talking to my wife, and she was just baffled that that place seats five thousand less than Kinnick Stadium. Yeah. I mean, she's been with me to fifty Iowa games right. throughout the years, and. Like, that doesn't make sense because, well, everybody has an actual seat. You're not crunched in together in benches. They're real big, wide seats all the way across the stadium. So as big as it is, you can only seat 66,000 in there mm-hmm. because of that. And uh, so maybe, I guess, 
more of the taxpayers could get in there if it was seventy five thousand, eighty thousand instead. Yeah, but they purposely did that. I remember as yeah. it was as it was being built, they didn't want to go too big. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look at the, the the story for me for week seventeen was the, my biggest takeaway, and I, and I can't watch them enough. And I've seen probably you know five or six different Bills celebrations, whether it be fans or the team itself. I mean, Trent, they haven't been to the playoffs in seventeen freaking years. Nineteen and to find a way to be able to get in to the playoffs the way they did it on the arm of Andy Dalton. I told you these Bengals were going to be a You had it all along. All along. Uh, But for them, I mean, what a heartbreak for the Ravens, right? Just a gut punch. Um, But the Bills are in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Good for them. It's a great story. And, you know, Tennessee, I'm not real excited about it. Just that team doesn't do a whole lot. But for the Bills storyline, new blood in there and Mm -hmm. just – a team that deserves it, a, a fan base that deserves it. And what happened to them? And they went to, to Peterman, you know, and was it week 10, week 11 against yeah. the Chargers and got throttled and right. looked like maybe that was going to hold them out. Week 17 is so much fun, though, because the back and forth that is out there, if this happens, that happens. And, and all the games that are meaningful for the most part are being played at the same time. Yeah. The NFL flexes the schedule that way. I loved it. I know Baltimore, they had tons of empty seats for their game. Fan base was upset about that. Hey, win the game, you're in. Mm-hmm. Simple enough, and you didn't do it. So mm-hmm. no complaining about the shift back to, what, 425 for them. You didn't get it done. Uh, week 17 is great, year after year. I, I really enjoyed it, and we were listening on the drive home and get to hear all the updates and flipping on different games as they were going on. It, it was Week 17 is done right in the NFL. Um, apparently the sun, according to my buddy Leon, sun shines on the opponent's bench. Ah, so yeah, and that's the, we were behind we were the bench, behind, bench. The, yep. behind the opponent. It was designed to do that. He yes. says. Um, I got to bring up Pat Mahomes because you know I'm a Pat Mahomes guy, and he played against Denver, uh, and they took him out of the game, reinserted him back in the game when Tyler Bray looked like he was going to gift wrap the Broncos the win late in that football game. Um, Trent, he's got it. He's got. You know how I am, quarterbacks with strong arms, right? I mean, you fall in love. I fall in love. This Pat Mahomes is going to be a beast, in my opinion. You think he's so going still. to? Be, I still do. I saw nothing, nothing that tempers my. And I'm not a Chiefs fan. You know, mm-hmm. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw nothing that made that leads me to believe that I've uh, that Pat Mahomes isn't going to live up to where I put him. Uh, down the road. See, I'm still holding back. Now, you saw a lot more of the game, obviously, than I did. Uh, you Every probably, single play of it. Every play of yeah. it. So you got to see him. I, I saw the highlights, the strong arm that is all there. Mm-hmm. Did make one really bad throw. Yep. Gotta, I got to tell you that. He made. He looked like a rookie on the on the interception. And you know what? And I, and I think he'll grow out of this. He... He's got so much confidence in that arm. You know, you're not playing against the Big 12 anymore. Mm-hmm. You're playing, in this case, against, well, it's not the no-fly zone because they were over on the sidelines not playing that day. <laughs> but point being, he's going up against an NFL secondary and a play that you have so much confidence that, you know, you're just going to throw it up and my receiver is going to come down with it. It's not going to happen a lot of times in the NFL. He loves his arm, too. Loves and, it. And there were a couple they showed – him off the back foot a couple of times. And he got away with it a couple mm-hmm. of times, too, because he does have that strength. But if, if there's a guy and a staff around him that can kind of get rid of those kinks, if you will, he's got the right staff around Just him. Just flicks it, and boom, yeah. boy, he's got a gun. Uh, yeah, that was probably, I think that was, the, the, those were the two takeaways for me. Patrick Mahomes, the Bills getting in was terrific. I uh, love that, especially the way they got in. Not that I'm cheering against the Ravens, but just right. a little drama late in that football game. So, who do you like in the NFC? 
Well, I think the the NFC um, the Vikings are going to have a chance to to yeah. host. I, I don't think the Eagles have a prayer, Trent. I, I really don't. It doesn't matter who they see, though. And I think if maybe you're, Atlanta, Atlanta going up there, <laughs> but can they beat the Rams? Right. I think I think Minnesota is going to have to get by the Rams, in my opinion. Okay. That's tough. Yeah, it is. They, they did it, but there were a couple plays in mm-hmm. that first half that the Rams looked like they were going they in. They got back on the airplane thinking that they probably left one. Yeah. I think. I'd sign up for that right now. Yeah. Rams, NFC Vikings, is NFC going to be an game? absolute juggernaut. I yeah. mean, we know. You go ahead and it's Pittsburgh on the road at Gillette Stadium against the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's going to be the case, I think. I mean, Chiefs? I think the Chiefs will get through the first round. I think so, too. I like that. I think they're the biggest favorite, are they not? Are they? I think so. I think so. I think they're an eight-point favorite. Nobody else, I don't think, is eight. I think the six is out there. Um, but I do think the Chiefs will win a game. I do. I give them a shot. Well, they won there earlier this year, yeah. week number one. Can they do it twice? I hope you're right. Yeah. I, I hope you're right. I wouldn't pick but- uh, Jacksonville is also an eight-point favorite over Buffalo. So there's two eights. KC is favored by eight. Rams by six. Jags by eight. New Orleans six and a half over Carolina. It's going to be a fun weekend. We'll take a timeout. Mark Morehouse is here next. We will uh, talk some Hawkeyes and some Big Ten football with Mark as we continue. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. This is the story of the shaving company called Harry's. In an epic battle of David versus Goliath, in the early 1980s, a child was born. Two of them, actually. Their names were Jeff and Andy. Time went by, they developed facial hair, and one day, something happened. Andy got ripped off buying overpriced razors. So they decided to start their own shaving company and fix shaving once and for all. They hired the best designers. They bought a 95-year-old German blade factory. And they started selling high-quality razors online with no upcharging direct to customers. How did the overpriced razor company respond? By threatening to sue their pants off. Don't worry. Jeff and Andy have plenty of pants and a relentless dream to give all guys a great shave at a great price. Try Harry's free. They'll send you a razor with five German blades, foaming shave gel, and even a travel blade cover when you sign up. Just cover shipping. Plus, get a free post-shave balm at checkout with code 5959. That's harrys.com, code 5959, to get your free trial set. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals, and we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. 
Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Bama Bob coming up in about 20 minutes. Mark Morehouse right now, Cedar Rapids Gazette. We're not done talking football, Big Ten, or Iowa, and Mark's going to be with us as he joins us uh, to talk a little Big Ten bowl results. Mark, great to talk to you. Trent and Ken, Happy New Year. How are you, Mark Morehouse? Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me on. Oh, I appreciate you coming on. Before we get into the uh, the Big Ten and the results that they had, which was spoiled, a perfect season, uh, spoiled yesterday by Michigan as they couldn't hold off uh, South Carolina. Uh, Mark, I haven't spoken to you since the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, boy, the the narrative going into it was end this losing streak of bowl games, mission accomplished. What else did you get back on the airplane uh, from New York uh, thinking that, um, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of the other talking points that you witnessed? Uh, that um, maybe that uh, this team was a little bit better than people thought just because, 
you know, look at all the teams that won bowl games that Iowa played and look at all the kind of the gaudy, not even kind of, the gaudy records that some of the teams have that Iowa played this year. It was a sneaky good season. It wasn't a great season. It wasn't a great season because they lost to, in overtime to Northwestern, only scored 10 points, 66 mm-hmm. yards against Wisconsin. Uh, and then uh, Michigan State. I think the Michigan State game, if Iowa gets either Michigan State or Northwestern on both road games, I think that would have been a show of health, you know, winning a Big Ten road game that's really, truly contested and uh, uh, kind of put punching through there. But still, I mean, 8-5 this year, it's not what they line up for. It's not what people are buying tickets for. It's not what people expect or really want. But it's not the worst season in the world, right? Am I, am no, am you're 100%. I, am I right on that, you guys? Look, it was it was going to be a 500 season. I thought. I mean, we didn't know how good Nate Stanley was going to be. They there was some major concerns. I mean, C.J. Beathard was drafted in the NFL, and here comes a kid who you know we go back to August, Mark, and one of our talking points when when we were talking was you know the quarterback battle that seems to be continuing on here, and when is one of them going to step up and mm-hmm. take it? And that was a major major question. Yeah, and. Probably, I mean, if it was as close as they said it was, and there's no reason not to believe it, uh, Tyler Weegers probably transfers because he feels like he's yeah. hit a wall in his career. Right. And I think you do that, and that happens, and that's how it goes with quarterbacks. But you're right, uh, Nate, we didn't know what, we, what uh, Iowa was going to get out of Nate Stanley. And uh, I think he probably toward the end of the year was, you know, when Akram wasn't going right, Stanley was their best offensive player. And it didn't always look great because he is a sophomore quarterback and because, you know, he's, he's in control of only what he can be in control of. He can't block for himself. He can't drop passes for himself. So, you know, the offense kind of let him down at times a little bit. But I think for the most part, I think we all kind of saw that coming because, you know, the injuries they had in the offensive line, um, the, the troubles they had in the running game, lots went to Stanley this year. And I think for the most part, he performed more than ad- admirably. admirably easy for me to say. But beyond that, um, going to next year, uh, obviously he's going to have to take on more of a role because I think you guys, if you looked objectively at the offensive line and the running game, I'm not sure, I'm not sure I would pronounce that six just after one year. Mark, uh, one more on the pinstripe bowl for me. Uh, how did you take it as uh, Halas had a column over there at the gazette.com and you get reaction from the pinstripe bowl committee? That, that, that struck me as very that, odd. Yeah. G- give us your side of things. Um, I thought it was supposed to be New York, you know, where people are tough, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, no, apparently people have rabbit ears there. And I kind of get it. I mean, maybe they thought they could muscle a small newspaper and I would get them to say whatever they want. And fine, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But uh, 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 it's still, I think people see it for what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a second-tier bowl in the Big Ten that's played before everyone else's bowls. Uh, it's a nice plane in New York is a cool thing and it was cold, but I think for the bowl to be taken seriously. And I don't, I don't see this happening because we're talking about the Yankees and we're talking about one game a year, a football game in January. I think the Prince site really needs to think about the field and try to get that right. That took away from a lot of the competition in that game Saturday or mm-hmm. last, last Wednesday. <laughs> um, I think if, uh, uh, I think if it's a better field, Boston college probably wins that they had a little bit better team speed. I thought, yeah. But anyway, um, get the field figured out, or you're, you know, or you're always you're gonna remain second tier. Uh, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, there was a lot of slipping going on in that uh, in that second half. Dylan seemed to he was really good in the first half, and he was mm-hmm. able to get his footing. But I agree with you. So does MetLife Stadium make sense for that, Mark? Because that would be the only other field, you know, right? 
Right, right, and I think it does, but I, you know, so I, I think it's a trade-off for the Big Ten. I think it's a trade-off because they wanted to get in yeah. with the Yankees brand in New York, and that mm-hmm. makes sense because it's a big, 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 big thing. And now they are, but uh, they're not playing the game on a football field. That's uh, probably the trade-off. Mm. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Well, Mark, the Big Ten overall was, they were perfect. Uh, I think that that's really opened up some eyes. I'm never one to, to go, most years, never one to go back and to, you know, match up conferences. Well, this conference won more bowl games, therefore they must be better than everybody else. I'm not sure that that fits. But what does fit is there was a lot of arrows shot at the Big Ten's way. Uh, and... You know, not a playoff team. They were the they were the one of the Power Five conferences, along with the Pac-12, and the outside looking in of the Final Four, the playoff four. Um, the bull results last year. I thought Trent made a really good point earlier today when we were talking about it. Where you know, previous years, Big Ten teams would have to play one up. Uh, they'd have to you know one notch up because of the teams that would get invited. Um, and that didn't wasn't the case this year. And you look at the results, and and, and they were glowing. I mean, other than Michigan, that's seven and one. That's not bad. That gets your attention. Yeah, and that's it's really just a kind of debate point that keeps everybody warm a little bit until yeah. spring football starts, which is probably for Iowa probably two months, probably the end of Jan- of, uh, of March. But uh, uh, to me, it's it's a talking point for now. Um, the Big Ten, I think you guys are right. The Big Ten hit on some great matchups, and I think you don't have to go any further than Iowa. Uh, I think the Big Ten did engineer some match, favorable matchups, or at least competitive matchups, what it thought would be competitive, for teams like Iowa, for teams like Northwestern. You know, I think they just got good draws, and uh, they they sank the putt that they needed to sink to win the game. And that's, that's you know, the, the lower tier the Big Ten came through, the upper tier did. The Michigan game, to me, you know, I think the Wisconsin game might I'm gonna, I'd maybe give Wisconsin sort of the MVP because they, they were out of their class for a while speed-wise. I mean, early Miami had a ton of momentum there, and it was a, basically a home game for Miami. And then Wisconsin found its footing and, and crushed them. Uh, Michigan, uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring some light right now on what Harbaugh hasn't done, and he's going to have some uncomfortable questions to answer between now and spring because – Hey man, year three, and uh, they're paying him what seven million seven bucks mil. a year for third place in the in the East. I, I that's probably going to get a little raggedy after next year. So he's probably facing some problems. Never mind the the fact that you know they ruined the Big Ten's perfect bowl record. I don't think anybody cares about that too much. But Michigan being a championship team, I think that's probably what maybe rings the bell for Michigan today, and and has Harbaugh kind of you know maybe flying. To, Maybe fly into Mississippi again to find a few more players. Be a good thing, no doubt about it. The depth of this conference, it, it is so deep. And the four teams over in the east, uh, maybe ascending teams over in the west on our side of things, Mark. Are we going to see over the next six years? I'm going to put the over-under at three and a half Big Ten teams in the college football playoff. What side would you be at? Hmm, well, you know what? Uh I think that's a good number, and I think it better be that number because the one thing that has kind of, you know, pulled the Big Ten up the last few years has been the big TV money, and that's really going to be kicking in the next few years. Um, the Big Ten is going to be in the forefront of that, and every school between now and, oh, I want to say uh, 2023, I think is the last year of this, yeah. 2022, um, every Big Ten school is probably going to be looking at, you know, upwards of $50 million a year, and so that's a huge help, and that makes you a little bit better uh, if you use that in the money correctly and 
you know, you have a coaching staff that's competent and everything's on the rails as far as your football operation, it gives you a heck of an advantage. And I think that we're, we've seen that a little bit in the Bulls this year. Um, on, on Iowa goes in there and it's on equal footing as uh, Boston College. But, you know, you have the Boston College coach talking about how many, you know, the resiliency his roster had to show just because of the lack of depth that they have. And, you know, Iowa doesn't have that problem. I mean, it had, if, if it does, it's on the offensive line and only because they've had, they had several key injuries there. So, uh, to me, I think the Big Ten is, has elevated. I think the SEC is elevated. Now it's ever. I look at the Pac-12, you guys, and I'm starting to wonder, yeah. you know, the Pac-12 kind of started all the conference pillaging and realignment when Larry Scott said, hey, I'm going to go after Texas and Oklahoma. If the Big 12 weren't so far out of everybody's footprint, I would say the Big 12 would be, a, or the Pac-12, I'm sorry, would be a uh, prime candidate to, for, you know, conference uh, smuggling, but just not been in that cycle yet. So the big, I'm looking at the Pac-12 and thinking, you know, what's going on there? They got to keep up, Mark Morris, and they haven't. Last thing, uh, Mark. Any? I mean, we saw the fake tweet. Uh, it's got a lot of people to Jock Jackson tweet from yesterday. It really wasn't him. Uh, what about Daniels Jackson? As far as timeline, when they will let everybody else know what they, in most cases, already know. When will we hear? Uh, I would. I would have thought any minute now. I think now that the big bowls are the big college football weekend's over. I would assume any time this week. Um, I don't see any other future for Josh Jackson other than the NFL. It just makes too much sense, and uh, uh, there's too much money at stake. And I think the difference between him and Desmond is Josh Jackson's a corner. Desmond wasn't. Desmond mm-hmm. wasn't viewed by the NFL as a corner. I think Josh Jackson definitely is, and I think he'll have that skill set. So I think he's a first-round pick, and he's looking at you know $11 million bucks and $6 million bucks probably uh, signing bonus. So all that money is his. Uh, it'd be crazy not to. James Daniels, I think there could be some more finishing. I think if he came back next year, he could be a national award candidate at Iowa, and that would really boost him. But it sounds like, and I asked him about this, and he didn't really cough it up, but I do know that he got really good uh, NFL draft advisory grade. And so what you do with that, Mm. I don't know. Is is it a blank check? Is it something that you look to and go, okay, I'm going to be a millionaire now and forego that last year of football and uh, probably eventually graduate. James Daniels is only 20, but he was here a semester early, so I think he's a little further along in academics than people probably realize. So it might fit for him to make a run in the pros. He's had a few more injury issues. So I, I think he, I think he's probably an NFL player, and I think if, you know, I always think in my, the back of my mind, if this kid has eight years left to play football, get paid for eight and don't get paid for seven. Couldn't agree with you more, Mark. Uh, we're not done with you yet. We'll talk to you next week if that's good with you. Thank you, Mark. You betcha. Thank you, guys. Take Good care. Talk to you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids, Gazette, thegazette.com. For Mark, Michael Lawson, and everybody else over there. We'll take a time out. Bama Bob will be here next. What do you think we'll talk about with Bama? Yeah, maybe a little football. Maybe some SEC. Sure. Go over well. <laughs> Click. Uh, no, look, it's... it's um, well, we'll talk about it on the other side, Trent. I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. This will be as low a national championship game as we've seen. Ah, to SEC, the SEC, they're not happy with it. But Maybe. at least it's not a rematch. LSU Alabama That's was a, good a rematch. Point. That's true, but there is. Um, they just don't want two SEC teams. That's true. I think that that's going to be eye-opening when we see the number this time next week. We'll take a timeout. It's Ken Miller Show. One more segment to go. 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. The reason I went into consulting? Because I love hunting for paperwork. Not because I like developing plans to help small businesses grow. No, I'm busy searching high and low for a proposal that I had in my hand like a minute ago. Yippee! Staples wants you to spend your time doing what you really love. That's why we have organizational solutions for any business. So you can clear the clutter and focus on the job at hand. Found it! Nope, that's my son's birthday list. Staples. Less mess equals more success. Not available in all states. Hey, Carl. How is it you're always golfing? I thought you owned a business. <laughs> I own a recent Irby's robot franchise, Bob. Uh, robots? What do they do? They serve seven flavors of delicious frozen yogurt in just 60 seconds with a choice of six tasty toppings. I've got robots in malls, movie theaters, and hospitals, and the franchisor secured these locations for me. Sounds so easy. Yep, managing my robots is simple. Each takes about eh, two hours of maintenance a week, leaving me plenty of time to practice my short game. Oh, nice shot. Looks like I need to get some Reese Nervies robots. Easiest employees you'll ever have. Just go to frailfranchising.com. Reese Nervies will supply everything you need. They even secure you high traffic locations. Hey, where are you going? To learn more about a Reese Nervies franchise opportunity. To learn more about your Reese Nervies Froyo robot franchise opportunity, go now to froyofranchising.com and use promo code 8484. Froyofranchising.com, promo code 8484. That's froyofranchising.com, promo code 8484. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. 
If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Our final segment here of a Tuesday edition. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conard and myself, Trent and Jimmy B, coming up today from 4 and well, 4 until 5. Hawkeye Huddle right back today uh, with Messieurs, Messieurs Creighton and Ridge. But right now, let's uh, talk some college football playoff. He's our guy, Bama Bob. We uh, pushed him back into the 1 o'clock hour today. Bama, good to talk to you. Um, you know what? It was just an unbelievable couple of last, last, last couple of days of these bowls, in particular, the Peach Bowl. Was um, was absolutely uh, riveting. The Rose Bowl was better than the Peach Bowl. Uh, the Sugar maybe didn't have the drama, but it certainly had a dominant performance. Uh, what a difference uh, Alabama makes when they get all their guys back on defense. But you know, let let's start Bama with the the narrative that certainly in this part of the country, uh, is going to be repeated over and over again. I, I'm just not watching the game on Monday night. I couldn't care less. I hate the SEC. It's two SEC's teams. My take is, well, your loss. So if you want to cut off your nose to spite your face, go ahead and do it. It's college football. Um, right. and, and Bama, after watching those two games yesterday, it's hard to argue that the best two teams, or maybe you will, South Florida certainly would, it seems to me that the best two teams in college football will play uh, in six days. Well, I think you, you, you know, listen. I, I think there's there's a lot of narratives there, but you're right. You know, not if you're not going to watch a game, fine. You're not going to watch a game. It's like not watching the Super Bowl because you hate the Patriots. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's you know, Danny Cannell, Joe Klatt, all these guys, you know, making their you know stupid arguments about how the system's rigged and all this kind of thing. You know, but you know, I've said it before. I, you could make an argument for Ohio State to be in. The Big Ten certainly had a great bowl season. Not mm-hmm. a good one. I mean, a great bowl season. Yep. And were it not for really a, a, a pretty stunning loss, I, I thought, you know, Michigan would just kind of handle South Carolina yesterday. And they could have gone 8 0. And, and quality wins in there. You know, you beat the Pac 12 champion. You beat Washington. You beat, um, I mean, just over and over, you know, Wisconsin going into Miami and winning. I mean, just an absolutely great bowl season for them. But, um, you know, listen, I don't know if Oklahoma is better than Georgia. Georgia won the game yesterday, um, but and, and a great game it was. Uh, and, you know, I think it's up there with the Vince Young-USC Rose Bowl for the national championship. I mean, just back and forth. And, you know, you give Georgia a ton of credit because it looked like they were going to get run out of the place. And so. whatever adjustments they made uh, at halftime, you just – for Kirby Smart and his crew, really played out. And it's easy to say, you know, the narrative today is, well, you know, Kirby Smart out, Coach Lincoln Riley, and Riley made a couple of, you know, questionable decisions, the onside kick there. And that's just bad luck. I mean, you don't want to kick it deep in that situation because you don't want the guy to break it. But the kicker kicks it right at the guy, um, you know, and they get three points out of it, which turned out to be huge. You know, he went conservative a little bit there. I mean, it's, it's... 
you know, his his Heisman Trophy winning quarterback runs onto the field with five minutes left up a touchdown, you think you got a chance to win that game, and they go a little conservative. But in the end, Ken, it was their defense, and ironically, their defense gave him seven points. Uh, you know, with with Michelle's fumble, his the only fumble of his career, by the way, mm. which is amazing. Um, but in the end, they couldn't hold up, and and you know, in overtime, and and you know, what is it, about three hundred and twenty-five, three hundred and thirty, whatever it was, combined between Chubb and Michelle, and uh, you know, Fromm played well enough, was didn't make the mistakes that Mayfield made. I mean, Mayfield made the one loose throw there over the middle that cost him a touchdown, and you know, in the end, it, it was just the it, it was it was how Oklahoma tends to lose games, and. You know, they lose a lot of them. They haven't lost a lot of them, but they get loose with the football. And when they're playing a really good opponent, uh, you know, they they couldn't overcome it, and they couldn't get stops when they needed them. When they really, really needed them, they couldn't get stops. And then in overtime, I was really surprised. You figure two overtimes, and Oklahoma only comes out of both of those with three points. That to me was was pretty stunning. And you know, then I think second play, Michelle takes it the distance and. You know, it, it, it's, again, if those two teams played, you know, five times, I think it's probably three and two. Uh, I don't, and I don't know who would come out on top. But, you know, you play once and you get one shot and uh, that's it. So, uh, you know, the Alabama game, you're right. Uh, listen, clearly, clearly, and we were talking about this, you know, going down the stretch. They were so banged up on defense. And, they suffered another injury last night that might have a pretty big impact, and that's Anthony Jennings. Uh, he is questionable. They lost an offensive lineman in uh, Cotton who will not play. So they, they took a couple of hits yesterday uh, in that game, but they were dominant. And that game really kind of went how I thought it might. Uh, and it was it has everything to do with the fact that it was Kelly Bryant and not Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is, I think, as we get further and further out and away from his career, we are going to appreciate more and more what he did in those two games against Alabama because they clearly just bottled up Kelly Bryant last night. He had no answer for him. Uh, Alabama's offense wasn't great um, by any means, and I think they'll need to play better against Georgia, and I think they will. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson was clearly the difference for Clemson those last two years. I know they came in ranked number one. Um, you know, with the loss of Syracuse when Bryant got hurt, but I mean, that kid really last night had no answer for for what they, what he was seeing and getting all those players back in a well rested Nick Saban defense. Five weeks to get ready for him, um, pretty much went as 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 expected in my opinion. Uh, I just really thought that Watson, Manziel, uh, you know, those are the kind of quarterbacks that just drive Alabama nuts, and Kelly Bryant is not in that class. So, uh, Bama, the decision, fourth and short, Oklahoma. Is that yeah. where they lost the game in OT? You got Baker Mayfield. You don't get it back. I mean, it's just, it's one of those that I felt was a little bit head-scratching at the time. Lincoln Riley, is this uh, is this going to be kind of the first part of, oh, maybe it is different than having Bob Stoops back there. Is this <laughs> is this the beginning of, of that conversation with Lincoln Riley? Uh, probably for some. I mean, you know, look, Lincoln Riley would have been the play caller, but Bob Soups would have been the decision maker mm. on that. Um, so now, and we've said it before, guys, listen, I think Riley did a great job this year. I, I mean, you, you can't, 
you can't argue with with the results and and with what he did. And I, I think I think what's becoming a little obvious is in the if you're a Big Twelve team, you're going and it's it's a catch twenty two because that conference just goes up and down the field so much. You know that's just how they play in a spread. And they mentioned it on the broadcast. You know they're, they they're designed on defense to play against spread. And when they get a power running team, and or you know whether it's an SEC team or a Big Ten team or anything like that, you, you have to make adjustments on the fly, and you're just like geared toward it. So he's going to have to recruit better talent on defense, but that could hurt him in the conference season. So it's it's really going to be it's kind of a catch twenty two a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean it's the same thing with Gus Malzahn down here at Auburn, believe it or not. You know, losing to Central Florida, and it, when you lose games like that, the fans are going to question it. And you know, the 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 thing with Riley is, you don't know if you're ever going to have another quarterback as good as Baker Mayfield. You you hope you do, but you know, he's a Heisman Trophy winner, Player of the Year, all-time leading passer. I mean, all these things, and you just don't know what you're going to get. They're losing a lot of talent on the edges. They're losing a lot of talent in the backfield. Um, he's going to have to rebuild and reload that program, and uh, he's playing in a conference. You know, Texas is on the come a little bit, and um, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, he's going to take some heat for it. But and, and we've said it before, it is so much different. You know, having to make the big, big decision that if they backfire on you, uh, you got to take the heat for. It. But you know, look to his credit, everything I saw last night, he stood up and owned it. And, you know, he's 33 years old, and uh, I, I think for a young coach, you know, it, it's hard to learn on the fly. And, you know, the other thing is you got to understand he was just given the job in May. I mean, he you know he hasn't really even had a full recruiting season yet. So I think the Stoops retirement maybe came out of left field a little bit. This wasn't one of those things where, uh, you know, he was given a full year. So I, I think he did really well for what he had and the time he had, but, yeah, I mean he's he's going to have to stand up and he's going to have to own it and uh, you know it, it's this one's going to hurt. This one's really going to hurt Oklahoma because I think Georgia was a team that was there for them to take and being up seventeen and just just absolutely mauling them early. I mean he just saw no way back in the game for Georgia, but somehow they they got it back and uh, you know whether it's good defense or conservative play calling or whatever you want to do, you know in the end. Um, you know, they got it done, and, and it was really surprising because I almost flipped it off started watching Netflix. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, I don't believe that for a second. But... Not a bit. <laughs> yeah. Never, never would have happened. No. Yeah. Hey, Bama, um, look, at, there, there's the, the country seems today that there's an outpouring of support for, for Central Florida and the fact that, you know, they don't get an opportunity to participate, and the playoff committee is never going to let them in. And, and I think for the most part that that narrative is, is correct. I mean, it you're going correct. to have years where the Group of Five champion is on a level playing field in some respects with teams that, you know, found their way into the uh, into the Final Four, into the playoff four. Uh, Vegas says the Alabama would be a 13-point favorite over the Knights. Not that that matters, but that's just something Thing to throw out there that you know Vegas, who does this for a living, thinks that Alabama's a two touchdown, uh, right. two touchdowns better. But they beat everybody that's in front of them. Uh, there were when the final playoff ranking came out, I think they were twelfth. There were three lost teams in front of them. Is there a method? Is there a tweak that could perhaps 
make it a little bit more palatable when you do have a group of five team that seems, you know, whether that be every three or four years or five years, that seems to be on a level playing field that that they find a way at least to be in the discussion because Central Florida never was. Well, I don't, I don't know, Ken. I, I don't listen. The only tweak that I think you're going to get is we've talked about it before: an 18 playoff. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the five conference champions. You want your your best group of five team, and then two at large. Listen, mm-hmm. Vegas favors Alabama by 13 and a half. Alabama would absolutely maul Central Florida, and that has taken nothing away from from what Scott Frost did with that team. Um, Auburn yesterday, I was. Stunned, absolutely stunned that they could not dominate either line of scrimmage against Central Florida with all the talent and all the muscle and everything they had. And, you know, look, I know Auburn beat, beat two of the teams in the playoff. They lost by a touchdown to, the, to another one that was in the playoff. Okay, but look where Auburn beat Alabama and Georgia, Jordan-Hare Stadium. Okay, they lost to Clemson, no shame. Lost at LSU after they had a big lead. Lost on a neutral field to Georgia and lost on a neutral field to Central Florida. So this is not a team, and I've heard ridiculous you know, arguments that uh, Auburn was the best team in the SEC, not even close. The two best teams in the SEC are playing in the national championship game Monday night. So, um, listen, Central Florida, again, great story. I don't think they beat either any of the four teams that were in the playoff. I don't think they can beat. Just, uh, I, I just you. don't. I'm with you. I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to take anything away from it. And until you play, you really don't know. But this this Auburn team was, is not a dominant team. I mean, you, you can figure them out, especially when you have four or five weeks to prepare for them. And, again, I thought it was a really, really soft effort by Auburn on the line of scrimmage. Uh, Jarrett Stidham didn't play well. Uh, Will Hastings, for God's sake, was your best receiver yesterday, and this is a five foot nothing walk on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they couldn't get any separation. Uh, and again, you give you give them all the credit in the world, and I I can't remember the kid the kid with one arm. Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, what a player! I mean, oh my goodness! And I hope I I hope somebody gives him a shot at the next level. I don't know if he can play at the next level, but somebody got to give him a shot. But listen, great season for Frost. Great season for UCF. I don't think they. I don't think they are within ten points of any of the four teams. Yeah, uh, that's just my opinion. We won't. We will never know because they don't need a chance. But uh, beating Auburn yesterday was a great win for them. But to me, it was more about Auburn being soft than anything Central Florida did. Shaquem Griffin is the uh, the one yeah. arm, the one hand. Oh what, what a player! I mean, All over the field, Bama. Make, great player. You know, Absolutely no doubt. Great. Hey, buddy, we're out of time. We will talk to you, uh, well, Monday for sure, but potentially if we have a few minutes on Friday, we'll just uh, do something going into the weekend. Thank you, Bama. All right, sounds good, guys. Good Take to talk care. to you. Stay warm. Yeah, we'll do our best. Bama Bob talking college football. Trent, our final couple of minutes here. There is locally uh, tonight, so... Well, the Hawks are in action. Back yeah. on the floor, Carver Hawkeye a blowout win over Northern uh, Illinois. I didn't see it. It was. I don't think it was available. Was it? It was not, unless he had yeah. BTN Plus. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping the announcers are in the building tonight, as okay. opposed to last night at Hilton when they stayed home, stayed away. Um, Might have been a good move with the yeah, weather. Yeah, with the weather the way it was. Give me, give me your thoughts on this one. An opportunity. Big Ten play starts again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's winnable. It's a winnable basketball game. Yeah. They, they have to be perfect this week. 
They have to be perfect. This what, what else do they have? Ohio State Thursday. Ohio State. Also, yep. Yep. 6 yep. o'clock tip for that I one. Love it. So. I saw that early in the yeah. week. You, yeah. you love those early ones. Perfect for me. I'm more of an 8 o'clock tip right. guy. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I'm good either way, but if I, have, right, if I right, get yeah. to choose, I'll take 6. <laughs> 8 works better, but... Well, uh, you're working till 6, though. Yeah, and then you got the baby, and mm-hmm. you got to play with the kid, and you got mm-hmm. all that. So uh, we will watch it, but uh, we'll, we'll see how much traction we get. And what will you see? Who needs to? Who needs to... They take, need Bear take, to shoot better. Okay, he, he still hasn't yeah. shot it well since he's been that's, back. That's true. Yeah, they they need that outside shooting. And well, how about Connor McCaffrey? I mean, that yeah. season just keeps getting worse for him. And it shut him down. No, it's, it's time. Right? right, I agree. I don't think we'll. I don't expect to see him again. If Macy Daly can continue, he's the key. Trent, he is. He he's a guy that can play a little point for him. Mm-hmm. We saw Ellingson against Colorado. How much he struggled. Mm-hmm. You need him to be able to give you even three, four minutes a half as a point guard. Mm-hmm. Do that, maybe. A little bit that with Bohannon out there, but Bohannon has to stay on the floor. Can't have too far. It's the guard court because yeah. they're going to find guys up front. Maybe it's a night where Kreener plays well. Maybe it's a night where Garza, whatever it is, they'll find Garza's guys. Garza's been really good yeah. since it seemed like he was losing his spot on that yeah. rotation. Garza's been terrific. But the guards have to play well, yeah. and, and you have four of them. Mm-hmm. So you can't afford what Isaiah Moss has been is inconsistent mm-hmm. throughout the past year and a half. Sure. Can't have that now. Mm-hmm. There's just there's no wiggle room anymore. They do that though. They got Michigan and Ohio State are not world beaters. They're not. And if they get through Michigan this week, lost so many guys. They did. Yeah. They still got Wagner. Yeah. They still have the now. Simpson how kid. is he? Is he all right? Because he's been banged up. I think a little bit. I think Wagner's been been hurt. Okay. I thought I read that. I'm yeah. pretty sure I did. All right. That helps. Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to play, but yeah. I, I don't know if he's 100% uh, playing. What does Tyler Cook have to do tonight? Do you have a number in mind for him? It's standard, you know, 15 and 8. So he doesn't need to do anything? No, I, 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 don't, I still don't think this team has to have him be 20 a night mm-hmm. because they have so many other options. But the same with Bohannon. Stay on the floor. Mm-hmm. Stay out of foul trouble. When you need him, be there. Don't turn it over a bunch, and that's still been a problem. What's the? Uh, do you have a magic number? I mean, the, the bubble conversation is ten and eight. Bubble conversation? No, no, I don't even think eleven and seven will be. So be- you think it has to be better than that? I think they have to be twelve and six just Whoa. to be in consideration, and probably they're, twelve and six with a win against either they're Purdue they're or Michigan. They're zero and two. Trent. They're zero and two. It means twelve and four. <laughs> it's yikes. Twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Now you only have Michigan State and Purdue once, mm-hmm. and both times are in Carver. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah, it is. But you can't rack up. 10 wins, 11 wins against middling and worse teams. You just So 11 and 7 and get to New York with some work to do? Semifinals probably. They haven't oh, played on a Saturday in the Big 10 tournament since forever. I think it was the year they won it. The year that they won it with Horner, Bruner, that group. Yeah. I think that's the last time the they kid played. That, the kid that started at Ames that finished at Iowa State, Alex uh, uh, Alex Thompson, Thompson, yeah. Hitting the corner three against right? Ohio State. <laughs> Massive shot. I, I believe that's the last time. They just set, not the championship, just no, on Saturday. Trent, they've, 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 it's over a decade. They've been one and done for five straight years. It's crazy. Double digit seeds. Nuts, 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 nuts. We are out of time. You and Jimmy B today, you're abbreviated. Yes. Yeah. We'll have Alex Halstead stopping by. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hughes from DeBear's Blog. Oh, good, good get for yeah, you. Yeah. Want to talk a little bit about Ryan what Pace's going to extension? Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured it was going to happen. I'm fine with it. It makes sense. Yes. It, I think they're doing it for the right reasons. Give him a shot. Yeah. It was not completely his hire with John. Do Fox. you have a Do you have a guy at the top of your wish list? Your boy McDaniel. Yeah, he's going like to get another it. chance. He he was he wasn't ready before. I mean that's clear. I yeah, mean, that's 
That's uh, not going out too far on a limb. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, he deserves another gym. He's Pat a Shermer mastermind. Does it doesn't bother me? Right. Dave Tobe, he almost got the mm-hmm. job the last time. I, I think just, the Colts are really in on him. Are they? Seems I like... just always have liked him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, saw the Bears on Sunday do the same special teams play he made famous. That was crazy, Trent. Was. I've seen that. I mean, how, did we see two or three times? We saw it in a Pac-12 game mm-hmm. earlier this year. I think we saw it three times this year, including that yeah. one. Yeah. How did, how did, how did they, I, I, it happened how did right they pull in front it off? of me? Does it, it? it was right in front of me there at U.S. Bank. And they're all running towards the wrong side of the field. It's, yes. It never ceases to amaze me Not how that play way. is successful. And, and he did a good job kind of hiding oh. over there on the sideline. And once he caught the ball, Trent, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, he's gone. Convoy. Yeah. Two guys to beat, one a punter. Unreal. We're out of time. Uh, Jimmy BTC, 4 to 5. Then the Hawkeye huddle today from 5 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow. Noon to 2. Cappy will be here. Look forward to talking to the Cap Man. He's 1220 as uh, we get back into a new year. Uh, It's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for listening. Back tomorrow on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. The reason I went into consulting? Because I love hunting for paperwork. Not because I like developing plans to help small businesses grow. Nah, I'm busy searching high and low for a proposal that I had in my hand like a minute ago. Yippee! Staples wants you to spend your time doing what you really love. That's why we have organizational solutions for any business. So you can clear the clutter and focus on the job at hand. Found it! Nope, that's my son's birthday list. Staples. Less mess equals more success. At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet 699 bucks or more means free installation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now, here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash search. That's Match.com slash search. Match.com slash search. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dinner.